to Inner Bloom, a podcast about how to live a happier, healthier, more harmonious life as you learn how to work with the universe, reconnect with your intuition, and bloom from within. I'm Alexa, a writer, producer, and EFT practitioner with a passion for all things metaphysical. And with me is my friend and co-host, Ambie. I'm Ambie, a physical therapy assistant, mom of three, an intuitive medium who has been communicating with the spirit world since the age of five. Some might call it woo-woo, but from our perspective, anything is possible, and we intend to normalize the abnormal by sharing our own life experiences as well as intuitive insights, channeled material, wisdom from special guests, and any other resources we believe will help our souls expand and thrive. Hello, all you bloomers. Welcome back to another episode. I am your host, Alexa Hauser, and with me is my co-host, Ambrosia Matthews. Hi, Ambrosia. How are you? I'm doing well. How are you today, Alexa? Oh, I'm doing well, too. It's a beautiful day, and um, it's extra beautiful because we have a beautiful, beautiful guest with us today. Uh, Our Money and business coach Leela Veronica is here with us. I want to say in studio, but in in virtual studio. Hi, Leela. <laughs> Welcome. Hello. Thank you for having me. Appreciate you. It's always a gift when we have you. <laughs> um, so some of you, many of you probably remember Leela um, originally from exactly one year ago was when mm-hmm. we started the first of these educational, you could call it, series. Um, and we started with Leela with Money March. And she was coming on here every Friday to give all of our listeners a beautiful download on money and how to make more money and how to make friends with money and change your money story. And wow, like I – Our life is completely different now. Right? Can we just reflect on that for a second real quick? Yeah. Do you guys remember the first episode? I was so panicked about talking about money that I actually could not participate in it. Yes, I do. I had a full, I don't know if you know this, Leela. I had a full meltdown moments before recording. And Alexa's like, then I'll just do it. And I'm like, okay. And I like couldn't breathe. And I was hysterical. It was, so it's really interesting to see the full transformation. Yeah, because where we are now is I would – I'll speak for myself. I was just with my cousin walking on a walk with my dog telling her about how it's wild. I have more money than I've ever had in my bank account right now in my spend. Mm -hmm. I actually have savings. Like I have like tax – like I have money set aside for taxes, which I've never done before. Crazy. I've had a business for like eight years. I've never actually done that before. And I have savings which I've never had before either. Like I've never actually – I have all three things. And I'm just like, what's going on? And more is coming in. And I'm just kind of blown away. And I think this is a beautiful moment to acknowledge like how much we've grown in just one year from you coming into our lives and and sharing this information and just sharing your (laughs) vibration, Leela. So thank Mm -hmm. you. Yeah, you're welcome. I'm so happy for you guys. I am so happy for you guys. Like it's been such a blessing to be a witness, really. And our tax person is very impressed that we are not in the red in our first year in business, just yeah. so you know. Whoop, 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 whoop. <laughs> whoop, whoop. 
Let's talk about your guns. Let's talk about those. <laughs> Look at that. <laughs> I want to have arms like Leela. How can I? Like Leela. How can you should you should trademark that? Just saying. Yeah, arms, arms by like Leela. Leela. Arms by Leela. It's so good. Well, yeah. So let's let's talk about you know great segue, Ambi. <laughs> Thank you. I'm here all day. So Leela is our money and business coach, but she actually has a whole other side to what she does and her story and and that's really what this this whole month is going to be about. So, you know, Leela, we'll hand it over to you um, to share a little bit about you and who you are and what you do and, and what this, this month is going to be about. Yay. Thank you so much. I'm so excited to be here. So excited to be here. What I will say is, you know, thank you guys for showing up consistently for your audience because um, the world needs more people like you, really that consistently show up, build community, build sisterhood, build brotherhood, sisterhood, build just, you know, uh, whatever comes to your mind, you guys are willing to explore. You guys are willing to um, uh, bring forward and make happen in the world. Mm. In the 3D. You guys get ideas from the 5D Mm -hmm. and then bring it to the 3D. Mm -hmm. Like, so thank you because it's, it's, it's such a, honor to support you and to cheer you on and, and to give you new ideas and to see them happen in in your own unique way. Um, And I really believe that part of your success, that why you two have succeeded so quickly is because you have committed to your own health, your own wellness, your own exercise, how you eat, your own mindset, right? It's not always easy, right? Sometimes we want to eat like crap. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes we want, we don't want to get out of bed, mm-hmm. right? Sometimes we just, we're stressed out. And we just want to go maybe drink or smoke or eat the Oreos or whatever the thing is that people like to do, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But you guys have been really committed over and over and over again to your bodies, taking care of yourself, taking care of your mind, right? All of that, that boom, exponential success. And you're not in the red. You're actually in the gold, what I like to say. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so thank you and I love your audience I you know I want to say too I really love your audience um my favorite thing is that everybody cheers each other on yeah and it's really important for where we are now and where we're going mm. in this world we have to stick together we have to unite if we want to thrive mm-hmm. it's a must so I'm grateful to be here to talk about the body. Um, like I said, I do uh, business coaching. Uh, I help people with money. Um, but this all started actually through me taking care of my own body. Mm-hmm. And, and I'll uh, share a little bit about what I do. What I do is I teach a body practice called um, what I was trained deeply in was a body practice called the bow spring. It's a dynamic form of yoga. Uh, It also teaches you day-to-day lifestyle practices, like how to walk, sit, and stand. Yes. And we're going to deep dive a little bit into fascia today and spirituality, because the body is related to your spiritual experience. If anybody in the audience wants to have a more expanded spiritual experience, or wants to tap into infinite intelligence, or feel like they're elevating their consciousness, the next step is your body. Mm. Doing it. 
So that's what I'm really excited about today. It's like whatever you want in this 3D world, whether it be money or business or love or the body piece, it still comes through the body. Like mm-hmm. you have to own your own physical form, your vessel, this this flesh suit that you were given when you arrived on the planet, you've got to use it as a tool to manifest what you want. So that's really what we're going to talk about today is like how to use fascia and the body. And I'll talk about what fascia is in a second. We're going to deep dive on fascia. You guys are going to geek out. I love fascia. (laughs) Mm -hmm. So good. So I'm going to talk all about it. Um, so would it be okay? I'll just give you a little bit of background on um, how I got here, the body yeah. piece. Yeah. Um, because some people might be wondering, like, why is she always talking about the body is so important to everything? Mm-hmm. Um, and and I'll share with you why. Um, I grew up and was always pretty fit. And uh, I was a cheerleader. I was in baseball. I did all the things, aerobics, Zumba. I've, I've been a personal trainer, right? I've gotten into salsa. Didn't, you know, all the little things you do if you're into movement, mm-hmm. dancing. I can see uh, that. Choreography. I love me some choreography, okay? <laughs> so I was always super active. I played sand volleyball for years as well. Like I was just really active. And um, I was a in academia. I used to teach environmental policy at Ohio State. So I'm a fairly in intellectual person. I'm, I'm a, my mind works a lot. So I know you uh, probably know people or maybe yourself <laughs> where your mind is working a lot. You have a lot of ideas and it's just going. And so that's how I was. Even though I was physically fit, um, uh, my mind was going a lot. And so I wasn't as fit as I wanted to be. Do you know what I mean? Where you're like, you're doing all the work, you're, you're like eating pretty well, maybe exercising, but you're still not quite able to look the way you want to look. Mm-hmm. Okay. That was the way I felt my entire life um, until I found out about fascia and the bowspring and some other things I'll t- tell you about in a second. So I hated my belly. Mm-hmm. I actually kind of hated belly buttons in general. <laughs> <laughs> I really, I was like, oh, they're showing their belly button again. And now if you know me, I wear crop tops all the time. Yeah, you do. And you look great in them Mm -hmm. too. I'm like, you know, I'm 40 years old. I love my stomach. I'm like, what? (laughs) Totally different body. I'll tell you guys how to get it or, you know, your own form of body. But, um, so I was, you know, over exercising probably over, uh, uh, working definitely. And my adrenals uh, were going down and down and down and down and down. I was having a whole lot of um, energy issues. And then I went through a relationship breakup, a divorce. Uh, we went to a Vegas trip. You know, guys that have been to Vegas and get a little crazy. Mm-hmm. Yep. So for those of you guys who don't know, I mean, you guys, some people, even now my personal life that know me, they're like, what? But I used to be like a huge partier. I mean, you guys might guess that because I'm pretty fun. Yeah. Yeah. Used to be a big partier, EDM scene, all the you know Skrillex. I saw Skrillex. Me and before. you. Oh yeah, I we've saw talked Skrillex. about this, but we've talked about this before. I think me and you are probably at some of the same shows and stuff because that was my world for like seven years. So I loved finding that out about you. Seven years for me as well. I know. <laughs> so just really going hard, 
working hard, working out, partying hard, doing all the things, go to Vegas with my husband, five days in Vegas. Now, if you know, if you're a partier and you go all night long at the clubs and all day long at the pool, you know, after five days, your body's going to take a little bit of a hit. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So it was, it was, uh, between overworking, you know, working out in a harder way, aerobics hard, um, partying too hard, and then my husband and I going through, deciding to split. Um, I came back from this Vegas trip shot, done. Like I had to lay on a couch for a week. And I know everybody's been in some level where you just can't get up. Mm-hmm. Right. And I thought, I got to do something different. Something's got to give. This is not the way I, I cannot live like this. Like I'm going to, I'm going to die. I could feel it. Right. And I might not die right then, but I'm going to die earlier than I want to mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> maybe yeah. 20 years from now, but I don't, this is not the way that, to, to live life. And so I really made a commitment to myself that day. Um, and I went to a yoga class the next day and it makes me cry, but um, I was going through such a hard time in my life it felt so good. I hadn't felt that good in so long that I thought, and you guys know me, I thought, how many days in a row can I go? Yeah. <laughs> right. And so by day 40, wow. 40 days of yoga, I like woke up, I really kind of woke up in, in one level of awakening. And um, it was the, the sensation of like, I got to change everything. I need to mm-hmm. move. I need to, you know, at that time I wasn't ready to move out of Ohio, but I need to move somewhere. I need to, uh, you know, look at my life. I just knew I need to look at my life. I woke up after the 40, I remember it was like, I think it was like 40 day 42. I would say it was about 40 days. It was like 40 day 42. I just woke up to realizing I had to really change my life. I could not be, I used to drink a lot. Uh, uh, just, I ate fine relative to other people, but still wasn't that conscious about the way I ate. Mm. I kind of eat what I wanted and, and it would be all right. Mm-hmm. So I also ate a lot of sugar at the time. I, no, none of us knew sugar was a thing until, you know, about the last you know decade or less. So um, the yoga woke me up on that one level. And then what I like to say is the awakening is painful. Mm, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I decided to actually deep dive into a yoga teacher training. Okay. And what I want to say is that there's a lot of people who do yoga teacher trainings and they all vary. The one that I took originally was one where they were telling us that we needed to bring out our inner bitch. Mm. And if anybody's ever gone through a relationship breakup, you may have, you may know that you don't need to bring out any more inner bitch than already has been brought out. Maybe recently. <laughs> <laughs> And so the yoga training was for those kinds of women who were more meek mm-hmm. to like amp up their power maybe, but I'm a fairly powerful woman and I needed softening. Mm. Right. I actually needed healing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I didn't need to power up. I needed to power down. Mm. So I really struggled in that yoga teacher training with aligning with the messages and the way they wanted us to act. It was hard for me. I don't like to be mean to people. Yeah. I say pretty bold stuff. I know, but it, 
it felt like this kind of mean thing almost. I couldn't generate the energy they wanted me to. So about halfway through the training, I flew to New York with my teacher who wanted to learn about this new thing going on. These people doing this thing called the bowspring. It wasn't called the bowspring at the time. It was called Sri Daiva. Sri Daiva means divine destiny, meaning, mm. yeah. So this is how I got introduced. This is actually more of the lifestyle I live than the bowspring. I live Sri Daiva, which means being very mindful about the way you show up in your body, show up in the world, being accountable for all your experiences, past, present, future, and compassionate for all, especially thyself. Mm -hmm. So I got introduced to these pillars of a lifestyle originally, uh, where you could, the idea is you can create your own life. So this is why it's powerful. Listen up, friends. Manifestation, 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 dun, dun, dun. You can create your own life if you choose to be mindful where you are in your body, accountable for where you are in your mind, and compassionate for where you are in your heart. Mm -hmm. whatever you want. So when I was in New York, well, I was 34 years old at the time, and for the first time in my life, I physically felt love for myself. Mm -hmm. Awakening number two of sorts. I didn't know any of this was spiritual. And I'll tell you about the next level, what happened. And that was a whole nother. And then I've seen Jesus and all the crazy stuff, you guys, <laughs> since. But, but the next level of awakening was, oh, my God, I love myself. I feel me. Like I felt for a lover or for my little brother or for some, like, little baby bunny. Yeah. I felt it viscerally, feely. So I would love to ask you guys and like everybody, just if you haven't yet felt viscerally love for yourself, um, find some ways how. Usually it's stillness, breath, going in with your awareness to your heart. So I'll say that again. To really feel the love, they say go into your heart. A lot of people say do it. Nobody teaches you how. So here's how. It's stillness, breath, and awareness in the heart. That's it. Just being there. Almost like you're resting in it like a rocking chair or like a bed or like a cozy little den. You're just kind of in there. And then spending quite a bit of time there, allowing the energy there to expand and open and play and just move around however it chooses. And then you start to feel this really divine connection to something beyond the physical form that's that energy of connection we're all one mm. of you know they say you're always supported what if you could feel it viscerally mm. that's what this does that's what the body is capable of that's why i'm so passionate about this month and what we're going to talk about in terms of utilizing the body for spiritual experience and manifestation and connection um, to something beyond that's here that we can see, but we can viscerally tap into. And it'll give us messages. Right. So I took that experience of 
uh, you know, oh my God, I love myself. Oh my God, I love myself. Oh my God, I love myself. <laughs> yeah, in New York. Um, and if you haven't loved yourself yet, I would say, um, see if you can find a body practice. And whether it's my body practice that I teach or something else, um, because this is the path to really loving yourself. It's, it's not going to come from the mind. It's got to come from the feeling, the oof, the yumminess inside. So I literally, I was lit up by this. I felt like I could fly almost, you guys. Like they talk about LSD people in the 70s flying off of buildings. Like I think that's what this was like. Like mm. I was so in love with myself. Wow. <laughs> you know, I felt like I could jump over taxi cabs in New York City. Like I just felt so alive. And so I decided to come to Colorado for the first time in my life, come to Denver and do a five-day training of this um, movement system that that asks you to engage your fascia. And I keep giving you guys like little fascia um, teasers. Can you tell? Yeah. <laughs> so let me talk a little bit about it, what it is. And I'll say, I came to Denver for five-day training. The second day here, I decided to move. I left back to, I went back to Ohio, left my career in academia, sold almost everything I had, packed up my dog, my hula hoop, my two dogs, hula hoop, my Subaru. And two months later, I was here in Colorado. And I, I just literally changed my entire life, my career, my location, everything, you know, um, to study this. And so that's why I'm like, I know the power of this. And when I came out here for the five days and then afterwards when I moved here and started practicing, what I recognized was this, the body holds trauma. Mm -hmm. I, I grew up in as, as a child who was under a lot of physical, emotional abuse uh, and it was held in my body. I had, I was about 35 pounds heavier than I am now. Um, I had sciatica pain in my hip pretty bad. Um, I had really high blood pressure so much that I had to be on pretty high level medication and they didn't understand why mm. from my body weight, from my lifestyle, they couldn't figure it out. Even the party and none of that, it was the past trauma I was holding on to. I felt so much anger and hurt and blame all the victim mentality stuff you guys deal with and talk about all the time. I had all of that. I blamed my mom for my, for my marriage failing. Mm. I said, I even remember telling her at one point, if I didn't grow up with you and see what you did, I wouldn't be divorced right now. Talk about mm. victim. Mm. Mm -hmm. Right. That's the place that I was at because I was in so much pain. And so when I came to Colorado and started practicing, the, this what's now the bowspring it's a practice where you engage your fascia your fascia is your connective tissue network your mm. webbing of um, connective tissue that goes all around your muscles all around your that connects your muscles to your bones the fascia it's a springy watery substance that also uh, wraps around each muscle cell and actually, each cell of your body is even has a sheath of fascia around it. So you're just like a whole bunch of watery, springy structure. <laughs> yeah. With a little flesh and bone and, and some other stuff thrown in. 
So what we've learned in science, we used to do science uh, experiments and looking at things on cadavers, cadavers, bodies that were not in movement. They used mm. to throw the fascia away thinking it didn't matter. And what we've learned, uh, you know, what I started learning in 2014 and what we've learned, you know, it's the science started to open up right before then. The, um, the, because of technology, we can see what the body does in movement. Hmm. And what we found was this. You ready? The hip bone's connected to the knee bone. The knee bone's connected to the leg bone. We were, we were taught totally wrong. Bones and muscles don't hold us up. Fascia does, the connective tissue, the springy structure. It's like a sweater. You pull on one end, something else hurts. Mm -hmm. So if you're texting a bunch with your thumb, your neck might hurt. Mm. Why? Not the muscles, not the bones. The fascia, the connective tissue is pulling. And so here's the reason why I said it, would, it might hurt. You pull the finger, the neck hurts. Mm -hmm. Why? The nervous system runs through the fascia. Mm -hmm. uh -huh. We're going to go, we're, go, we're going, it's going to be so fun. So <laughs> I love this. So when I moved to Colorado, when I started working the fascia, what this Bowspring system does, it helps you open up the fascia, engage the fascia, work the fascia so you have more even tone mm -hmm. all the way around your body so you're not tight on one side, loose on one side, strong on one side, weak on one side. You're all the way around even so that you're real light and airy and, and grounded even like a child. Um, so what I found was when I, once I started tapping into the fascia, so that may not make sense to you unless you've ever done it, but once I started tapping into the fascia, massive healing started coming. I cried on my mat every day for six months. Wow. Every day I practiced this for six months, I cried afterwards. Now, what I will say is in the beginning, when they first started teaching this, they taught it a lot more advanced and harder. So they were pushing us really hard. Yeah. <laughs> but... Um, the nervous, my nervous system from all the background, all the years before when I was a kid, my nervous system was still holding all that trauma. And so the tears were releasing all of my pain from my childhood. Mm. Like it was, it was, I mean, honestly, it was awesome and horrible. I started, I started therapy with a Buddhist woman at the time. So that's why I think people doing mindset work is fine. People doing body work is fine. But when you combine the mind and the body, that's where the healing is. Mm, that's the spiritual yeah. healing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So all the memories of my childhood came up that I did not want to remember. And I needed to, and I, you know, I was able to talk, I had talk, talk therapy. I've had month, done tons of coaching, all the processes. Right. Yeah. And I've, you know, I've, I've come to massive forgiveness and, and there's still layers of it. I'll say, even though I've done so much over the last six, seven years, um, there's still layers that resurface, right? Just part of the process. Yeah. But what I will say is once you use your body to heal yourself using the fascia, we're going to talk about spirituality in a second, but using the fascia to heal yourself, those resurfaces, like when, when, you know, somebody comes back around and triggers you again, mm -hmm. 
Oh, I thought I healed. (laughs) It's not as intense. Mm -hmm. It's not as intense. It won't take you out. You can feel it more. Mm. You know, it's interesting. When we were at the the Sedona retreat, we had a guest speaker and they were talking about being in your body. And they did like, um, like a walking meditation where everyone is feeling into, Alexa, you weren't there for that one because you were getting your makeup done. But everybody was dropped into their body. And the reaction that people had was discomfort, pain, crying, feeling uncomfortable, like I don't want to be in my body. Um, So, so triggering for so many people. And I can relate to that as far as feeling like your body is not good enough, feeling like you could do better, you know, all of those, all of those moments. And um, it's, it's really profound. I know that as a business coach, one of the things you say to us is get in your body, get in your body. Mm-hmm. So I just wanted to reflect that and share that with everyone. Yeah. I also wanted to share Leela, like, I'm so happy that we're doing this because I've been hearing the word like embodiment, 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 and mm-hmm. so much mm-hmm. over the past week. Like literally, it's the only word that comes up when I'm thinking like, what's the answer to this or what do I need to know here? Embody, embody. And, um, you know, I I actually like over the course of the past, I had a, a realization like two months ago that I was like, you know, like I've spent my whole life like just running from my body. Like I've spent my whole life trying to like be anywhere but in my body and try to do everything without my body. Like as if I could forsake this, you know, as if like this isn't connected to me and always will be. And um, I finally like it woke up to it like two months ago and I thought about you because you've told us, you know, you just mentioned that you hated your belly and that like you took a bath every single morning as part of like a way to connect and acknowledge your body and love your body. And so I've been over the past two months um, every morning waking up and dancing in my apartment with like a big lengthwise mirror with like just a sports bra and like shorts on for the sole purpose of one, moving my body but two, like watching and looking and just acknowledging and not judging and not, not shaming and not, and not, not having other people around and comparing, just like being with my body. And, you know, I, I, I truly can see the way that, that connect, that connecting with my body and saying like, you're a part of me. I see you. I'm with you. I accept you more and more and more has really amplified the way that I show up with other people and the way that I'm able to be present with others. And we were just at this retreat and for the first time ever, I was actually able to like hold space in the way that I wanted to. I was mm-hmm. actually able to be present and not run because I felt uncomfortable. Um, you know, like, I mean, I can always hold space, but just it was in a new way. It was like in the past, I, I feel someone else's discomfort and part of me is like, oh, I gotta get out of here. And it's almost like, I don't know. I don't know if that has to do with the bot. I mean, I think it does, but it was just, I was able to be show up in a whole new way. And so anyway, I've been thinking about you a lot throughout that process. And so, yeah, I was going to say, I've been thinking about her a lot too, because I went to the gym today. I go to the gym every morning and I do weights and cardio and all of this. Cause I, 
I used to love it. So I went to the gym yesterday, went to the gym today. And both times I was like, this doesn't feel good anymore. Mm. This just, it almost is like this doesn't fit now. And I've gotten the message very clearly that if it doesn't feel good, then don't do it, then stop and walk away. And so today I was like, well, it's a good thing we're meeting with Layla because she's going to show me some pretty cool stuff today. So (laughs) totally. Yeah. And I have tons. I mean, if anybody wants videos, you know, I'm like video queen over here, (laughs) free videos. I've got all the things, free videos. You can buy videos. You can do what you can pay me, whatever. You can work with me. You can come to my retreats. I'll teach you all the things. But my purpose really here today is to say, hey guys, like um, find an embodiment practice because the weightlifting and the working out and the running, it's it's fine from an exercise standpoint, but is it going to give you the power that you just described, Alexa, of holding space for people? Hmm. So that's the cool thing. It's like, what if you could exercise and elevate your energetic uh expansion like mm-hmm. that's pretty mm-hmm. cool really cool I love that. and so embodiment really means our consciousness is not just up here in the the head mm-hmm. like we feel our butt and our toes and our ear while we're talking all of it mm-hmm. yeah yep. and that's when so i really believe the fascia is a key you know, friend of ours, you can even talk to it Mm -hmm. to tap into the matrix. Mm. Okay. The fascia is the matrix of the body. So if you've ever had visuals of what's beyond the veil, Mm -hmm. um, I have, and I've seen it as like a prismatic. It looks prismatic to me. Right? It's different for everybody. But uh, it's interesting that I've seen it that way and then I'm so into fascia, right? Mm-hmm. The network. Uh, it's like air molecules. Like we know they're all around, but we can't see them. Right? So the fascia, when we, you know, we, we think about spirituality as like going high and out in the cosmos out somewhere. Mm-hmm. At the same time, we know it's everything we need to do is within us so that actually it's within us so where is it (laughs) right well the fascia is the thing that's kind of in between Hmm. i believe the when we bring our consciousness to the fascia and we work it we're able to it's almost like a direct telephone line Mm mm-hmm And what's neat about, I just love this. Oh my gosh. I never get to talk about this with anybody, hardly. So when you tap into the fascia in this systematic way, you bring your body to complete lightness where you're not heavy or anything, no tension, nothing anywhere. When there's no tension in your body, guess what can happen with spirit? Mm. Open channel. Yeah. Uh Uh-huh. So any tension within the body, any blockages, any holding, any teaching you guys are doing around helping people tap into spirit guides and tap into infinite intelligence, whatever that means for them, is going to be harder if their body's tight, tense, Mm. stuck. 
So mm-hmm. opening that channel physically is so key, right? And you guys probably feel this in your own life. Like you get messages when you're more like kind of free and open. And then if you kind of been not as, if you're kind of tight in the body, you're like, oh, I need the answer. And it's not coming. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hmm. I'm interested to know your, your thought on when something happens to the fascia in our body. Love it. Zoom, 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 zoom. Trauma. trauma. That's what it's called. It's trauma. Anything traumatic impacts the fascia. Yeah. So what happens to it? A couple things. So I love this question. Uh, one, let's just go here because it's something that I could stand on a soapbox about right now. I really, this really bothers me. And I hope somebody out there who's listening, this is helpful. Like I said, the fascia contains the nervous system. Mm-hmm. So think about all the autoimmune diseases out there. Mm-hmm. A lot of that's because the nervous system is lit up. Mm-hmm. So uh, fibromyalgia, for example, let's take that one. You know, a lot Ooh. of women, their fascia is pulling away from the muscle. It's like the fascia is on fire. It's lifted up. It's elevated. There's a state of constant fear in that person. Can you tell us what fibromyalgia is for people that don't know? Yeah. Fibromyalgia is, and I, you know, I don't have the direct definition, but it's, it's basically a condition that's categorized as an autoimmune disease where the body is attacking itself. Um, It usually comes out where there's a lot of like burning sensations or pain, achiness, um, uh, general, just kind of irritation in the body. Mm -hmm. Um, And it's, affects the connective tissue. Yeah. And it's usually caught. It's usually, so it's really interesting because I was in the medical field for a little bit. Fibromyalgia is not something that most doctors actually recognize as a disease. So when they diagnose you with fibromyalgia, it's most doctors, not all of them, but most doctors are just writing you off. Also, they have related scientifically, there is a direct connection with women and traumatic events and fibromyalgia. It's, it, yeah, exactly. Spot on. And so we've, you know, and I, I, I never, you know, I'm not a doctor and I know, never say medical claims or anything like that, but I've definitely had clients where we've worked on, um, for example, and this would feel good for anybody, just simply taking a hand or somebody else's hand and letting the fascia lay down on the muscle. So you kind of hold it Mm. and then maybe hold it and let it move a little. And what this is, this is like swaddle and bounce for a baby. Mm -hmm. Nobody's being swaddled hardly anymore. Nobody's getting hugged. Nobody's being held. Everybody's scared. Mm -hmm. And so fibromyalgia energetically is fear is a deep sense of fear um, and you, a lot of, t- a lot of women and not all, but a lot of women who have had, um, for example, trauma in their childhood, um, around sexuality, around any sort of abuse, mm-hmm. huge issue because there's still an underlying fear that hasn't been addressed and the body is, is still lit up 
once the body knows, or once the mind knows I'm safe, the, the fibromyalgia um, tends to, what they say, go in remission. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, so, you know, I can, you know, I'm not, a, like I said, I'm not a doctor, but this is what goes on. The other thing with fascia is, so, you know, is it gets um, pent up. So it gets tight. And so I just got a little bit of a, actually a cupping done. So for those who don't know, cupping is where you take these little glass cups, you put them on, there's a suction and it actually pulls the fascia a little bit. Mm -hmm. And what it's doing is it's, if you have a part of your body, that's a little bit um, stuck, tense, you can't move it. So frozen shoulders, things like that people's back that's all tight, mm-hmm. things like that. The fascia is holding. So for example, people who have challenges um, in their mind around money, the fascia in the low back will hold. Mm-hmm. If there's a, a feeling of ultra responsibility, like I, I'm so responsible, I got to do all this thing for my team or my family or like me, for example, I have, I often say I'm, working on my save the world complex, right? I always want to, I wake up like, how can I help more people? Like it's my job. It's like a soul mission level energy, right? So I have to be careful not to be too like, it's my job to save the world or mm-hmm. my shoulders, the fascia and my shoulders will tighten. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah. Isn't that my, interesting? My so fiance gets tight shoulders all the time and he, he, he very much feels responsible, I think, for people in his life. Yeah, yeah. So the fascia is uh, going to do different things depending on what the mind is doing. Hmm. Isn't that interesting? So you, I talked to somebody recently who got a tattoo on their hand, on the side of their hand, and um, they said they watched the fascia pull away, almost like pull away from the, from the tattoo needle Mm -hmm. because the mind was watching it, knew what was going on. So then the mind knew what was going on. And even though she wasn't like physically saying pulling away, the body's intelligence, Mm -hmm. like that's going to hurt. I do not want that. Mm -hmm. Isn't that cool? Yeah. Very appropriate too. And yeah, I just got a tattoo and I have had the biggest like meltdown. Um, I don't know if that's what you're saying is like it's is that what you're saying is like a tat. I mean, the tattoo artist was actually like, yeah, getting a tattoo can really bring up a lot of shit, like a lot of trauma. And I am not kidding. I have not felt this type of like panic or trauma like being released in my in, I can't remember the last time or ever. So yeah, do you want, do you want to chat about it for a second? I'll kind of give you some wisdom. Sure. Okay. So I got my first tattoo at thirty three. You have a tattoo? I have a tattoo, right? Yeah, I didn't surprise. know. I know. Surprise. <laughs> it's probably the only one I get because it hurts like a mofo. Um, <laughs> Whoa! Ooh, ooh, that hurt. It's on my hip. They, they always go, "Oh, it was hard," but oh man, that thing hurt. I'm not into pain. I'm like, I don't know. Um, so. When you put the needle in the body, when you, when you choose the ink, when you decide what it's going to be, mm-hmm. 
all of that is purposeful. Mm-hmm. So the body was probably calling for it. Mm-hmm. So that the needles could be put into the fascia. Mm. Oh, wow. That's very and release the energy that needed to be released in this time space, you know, this, this time and space. So that's like the energetics, like we were building up to it. You chose it. It was like, that's the spot that it needed to go for the release to happen that way. So if you would have taken the needle and and had a different color tattoo and location, it could have been a different actually release of energy trauma response. So crazy because like just so many things. One, as you're saying that, the place where I got my tattoo started spasming out of nowhere. Like the – I don't know if it was like the little muscle or what. I just felt like a flutter and a spasm in the exact place of my tattoo. Secondly, I was going to get the tat- – I wanted the tattoo in a different place on my body. But the tattoo artist said, I only want to do arms or legs. I was like, okay. Well, then that means one spot because I have one spot of real estate that I'm willing to put something in on my arms and legs right now. One spot left. So that means it's going there. So it's very interesting. And I could, I can feel how like all this stuff coming up and all this stuff that needs to be released, it's been needing to be released for a long time. And especially in terms of my next step in life, like it's a big piece of moving there. Like it's a big piece of what's, what would be standing in the way of me going there. Um, so yeah, I see that. You wouldn't have been able to release this if it had been where you wanted That's it to That's what I'm saying. Yeah. 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 It's very interesting. Pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah, it's really cool. And and I really appreciate that because, you know, the healing journey is not easy. Mm-hmm. You know. Um, but when you see it as a way to get to your next level, like you just said you'll start to actually want to do more with your body. So for example, where did you, did it, was it like underarm or? It's uh, right here. Yeah. Okay, here. Okay, beautiful. Oh, wow. It's a hummingbird. Yeah, it's gorgeous. Thank you. So there's certain areas. So that's even a, like a tender, more sensitive area, mm-hmm. right? So it's, you know, it's a, a not as exposed to the sun even. Yeah. Right. So there's going to be certain areas. I always like to say I like to open up places in people's body where the sun doesn't usually shine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Ask me later if you want to know what that's about. <laughs> but, um, uh, but yeah, so, you know, um, simple tools like going into the heart, breathing into the heart, right? And then um, – you know, we'll talk more over the, as the month goes on about what more to do. But, you know, for today, it's like breathing into the heart, letting the rib cage like just literally expand, have more space inside the rib cage, like it's a bird cage with a beautiful bird heart in it, you know. And, yeah. and, and, and then also you guys spoke about mindfully walking. So a mindful walk could be actually even more valuable than a run and weightlifting. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and I might as well tell you how to get the arms cause that's how we, we started. Yeah. So, so to get the, the arms and, you know, to get really strong arms without doing a whole lot, but really it's about being in your arms, 
Mm. You know, it's like, how do we just not let these arms and hands just touch anything and everything without knowing what we're doing? Mm-hmm. How do we be really conscious of it? And what that usually means is soften the fingers. Mm-hmm. Soften. Just let the fingers relax. Now, especially that pinky finger, once you start to let that pinky finger roll in a little bit and not go so out, your triceps will start to tone. Oh. Uh-huh. It's all about the pinky, yo. It's all, it's about, all about the pinky. pinky, yo. Needs to be a t-shirt. <laughs> yeah. No. So, um, you know, I could, you know, go into more detail, but really the, you know, with arms, for example, and this is the whole body, the back of the body, the, the mm-hmm. triceps, well, back of the body, it just falls asleep. So it gets mm. all jiggly <clears throat> back of the legs. It's like, why is there cellulite on the back and not on the front? That's a good question. Yeah. Imbalanced fascia. Mm. Because the consciousness, our awareness is not living in the back of the body. Mm-hmm. That's it. Mm-hmm. We're not there. We're only in the front. So the front gets tight. The back gets weak. Yeah. But yeah. if you bring your awareness just in any moment to your leg, the back of your legs, your butt, your triceps, just bringing the mind there will strengthen it and tone it. Mm. Yeah. So I actually don't have to work out a whole bunch now because I've trained my body so much just on the regular day to day to know how to sit, stand, walk through life. And that's really what's most important in this embodiment series. It's, you know, how do you get your body in a shape and in an energy state Mm. to manifest whatever you want, to tap into spirit? to Mm -hmm. feel amazing, to have great energy, to feel, you know, 22 again, if you're 52. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Lila, can you do the plug again? Oh, is it going weird? A little bit. Is it better? Uh, I think so. Is it better now? Going weird again now? Oh, that sounds good. Okay. Cool. Okay. Carry on. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, you know, bringing the awareness to all parts of the body, really living as a 3D being in the 3D world, mm-hmm. it's a whole new paradigm. Nobody's yeah. teaching it. Nobody's mm-hmm. teaching it. Yeah. Hardly. I mean, not, yeah. not nobody, but. I mean, even people. me, like I'll say it's, I think, I think I, I was just recognizing, I think I have some work to do with like believing that that's possible. I, on one part of me knows, like I know how powerful energetics are. I know how powerful our mind is, I know how powerful our conscious is, but my, all my beliefs have all, about the body have always been so 3D. Like you mm. have to work it out. Like you have to get in the gym. You have to blah, blah, blah. So I think for me, I'm just recognizing now, like part of me knows this is a thing. I think I have to do some work with the part of me that's like, that can't happen. You can't just can't put your energy into something and it happens. I mean, even though that's how it is, I think of you and I think of that like, oh, just put your energy into it. That's what you always say with business. It's like, just put your energy there. It'll happen. And it does. So why can't it be the same with the body, you know? You know what's interesting? Like when we went to your retreat in Colorado, beautiful location, by the way. Shout out to Colorado. And (laughs) (laughs) and, um, you taught us, you did the walking exercise with us, which I hope like you go into detail. But if you don't, it's cool. Check out our website. Anyway, so you did the walking exercise with us. I carried that with me to the airport 
And Alexa was there. I got catcalled. I don't normally get catcalled, but <laughs> it was. And and then like I had this whole experience where like everybody was looking at me, but not like, ooh, what is that? It was like, whoa, what is she doing? And I literally have never felt more attractive in my body and more confident and just like, yes. And I tried to do that and I just forgot how to do it. So I got you, girl. Really, I I'm glad you do, girl. But <laughs> like teaching us how to sit and how to walk and just be, and then that little tiny exercise um, with our core, whew, it's good stuff. <laughs> yeah. I love what you said. It's and, and this is one of the things I like to say. It's like, wouldn't it be nice to just walk into a room and people appreciate you're there? Yeah. Or people ask you, what do you do? Who are you? Yeah. Right? Because attraction, uh, you know, if you have a business, for example, if you want love or uh, you just want more friends, whatever, attraction is attraction is attraction. Mm -hmm. And so those of us who are in our mind, nobody wants to connect with us. Nobody wants to connect with anybody who's thinking all the time. It's annoying. Yeah? It's like, oh, stop. (laughs) (laughs) But when somebody's really just in their body and present, they can mm-hmm. listen, they're connected, they're like, they see you. Yes. Like that's yes. when, that's when, that's why I like to say often, it's like, I don't really need to look for clients or look for people. People come to me because I just show up as me fully. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so that's what she, that's what this movement can do um, in terms of, you know, keeping your awareness in your heart space. Allowing your toes to just softly kiss the earth as you walk. Letting your fingers soften in, right? Having a little side to side, a little lateral side to side sway, right? Just those little things will massively change the way people see you in the world. Mm-hmm. You'll feel better. When you feel better, you attract more people as well. You know, all the... Uh, I can only imagine the energy that you two attract when your two are together because you guys are so happy to be together. So everybody wants to be around you, right? They're like, well, who are you guys? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's that same, it's you, when you're together and feeling that energy, that's really embodiment because you're not thinking, you're feeling great. Mm-hmm. You might not necessarily know exactly what your back and your toes are doing and all of that in the moments, but you're way more embodied and open and light and fluffy in the body, right? Feeling free than you would be if you're at home trying to work on your webinar or whatever, something you're doing by yourself, right? Right. So the idea is, can you bring that energy of lightness and airiness and yumminess to everything you do? Pouring a glass of water, taking the trash out, right? Walking through the airport, going to a business meeting. Mm-hmm. And we think we've been told we need to be like to be smart or to be respected. We need to be thinking heady. We need to know more. No, right. this is a whole different paradigm. To be truly smart is to not know more, but is to feel more. Mm. Be more connected. Yeah. Yeah. That's be that's able to quote. receive more. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I will say is, like I said, the body holds trauma. So the reason we don't want to feel, it's uncomfortable to be in the body because there's things going on in there that don't feel good. So when we're overthinking, thinking, thinking, we can't feel the the things that don't feel good in the body. Mm -hmm. They go numb. 
And if we do it long enough, parts of the body will literally go numb. Like people can't move their toes, certain toes. People can't move certain fingers. People can't feel their, their butt. I don't know. Like parts of the body will just start to literally fall asleep if we don't bring our awareness there. Mm. So we have to go through the discomfort. I had to go through the six months of crying on my yoga mat, feeling my body and crying through the pain of all the past traumas to get to the place where I can feel free in my body, mm. do whatever I want. I feel free naked. I feel free in clothes. I feel free to go upside down in an airport. <laughs> like that's pretty comfortable for a woman, you know, to be so comfortable. She's going to do yoga in the middle of the airport and not care what anybody thinks. That's a, that's very comfortable in the body is what it is. And so you can, I would just love everybody to ask themselves, like, what would be possible? Like, would you get on bigger stages? Would you talk to sexier men? Like, what would it be? Right? Like, if you felt good in your body, what would be different? Ooh, that's an empowering question. It's an exciting question. Uh, I want to say on Facebook, we're live on Facebook, by the way. And if you don't follow us on Facebook, follow us for Inner Bloom Podcast, um, facebook.com slash Inner Bloom Podcast. Um, Shanti Sound says, wow, what an incredible woman. Very inspirational. I'm sobbing right now. I resonate mm-hmm. with this so much. I have so much discomfort and pain in my body. You should we work with Lila. Yes. Yeah. True. We love you. You are so loved. Mm-hmm. You need to know that we'll help you. Or we'll help you, or get. We'll find somebody to help you. Yeah. One of those. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of that, um, how can people reach out to you and work with you and contact you if they're interested in this or in business or in money or anything you yeah. provide? Yeah, totally. So I always love Facebook friends, right? So be my Facebook friends. Check me out. Uh, I'm Lila, L-I-L-A, Veronica, Lila Veronica on Facebook. Um, and then if you feel uh, like you want to chat with me directly, um, you can go to speakwithlila.com and schedule an appointment with me directly. You'll, you'll see on there, there might be some questions about business. If you don't have a business and you want help with your body, just answer the questions and, and I'll, we'll talk. Uh, and then uh, the other piece I thought about and we can, you know, chat about this later, but if anybody in your, in your audience wants like, uh, cause I love your people so much. If anybody in your audience wants like, a, um, you know, a super good discount, I have two body programs. I've decided to put 90% off. Wow. Um, uh huh. Dang. Cause I want you to, I want your people feeling good, you know? Yeah. Holy cow. Uh huh. So I have two body programs that are 90% off. Uh, you'll use the code inner bloom. Oh, I love it. Yeah. Inner bloom. One of the, one of the courses, the Bow Spring body coaching program, one of them's move and grow rich. So we talk about how to, yeah, use the body and, and work on manifestation. And I use the premise of uh, think and grow rich by Napoleon Hill mm-hmm. and just pull stuff, you know, and, and teach you what I know. And as it relates to that in a modern day. Um, so those are some things I've got for you guys. And I'll just keep sharing with you. And if you're not sure, like what, you need, drop me a line. Like I can, I'll give you some ideas and and help you out. Everybody deserves to feel good. That's what I know. Everybody deserves to feel good. Mm. Thank you so much, Leela. That's such a generous offer. You see why she's our coach. She's amazing. She's She's amazing woman. Yeah. 
we're we're just we're both so blessed that we called you into our lives and and truly like we asked and you appeared somehow a one year ago and like truly our our lives are so much better for it and our listeners lives are so much better for it so thank you for being Leela thank you for sharing all your wisdom thank you for being so passionate about this because people really need it Julia Phoenix is on she sits three of my favorite women on the planet Julia um (laughs) <laughs> if you want to reach out to Leela, we are going to put all that information she just shared in the show notes. So you can click in there. Um, we'll have a link to her programs and the discount code and all of that. Um, and Leela will be back next Friday with part two of this series, Embodiment March. Um, Leela, do you want like, should people ask questions if they have any questions? Are you open to taking questions? Yeah. You know what we can do next week? This would be super fun. What you can do is send in um, if there's a part of your body that you're having a challenge with. Mm, I love it. And yeah. And what I'm going to do is, and here's the deal. I'm not a doctor. Like I always say, no medical, you know, claims here, but what I'm going to do is I'll use the the teachings that I know and some tools that I can help you fix, you know, your problem Mm -hmm. maybe, but it's really based upon Louise Hay work. You can heal your life. Your mind and your body are directly related. So if you have a challenge with your body, send it to us. Let us help you figure out like, uh, you know, some physical things, but then also some emotional, some energetic things, some mindset stuff that might help you heal way faster. Mm -hmm. Because what I know is when I let go of the victim mentality around my abuse with my mother, when I really let go of it and saw the benefit and even saw my role in it all, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. my sciatica healed. Mm. Mm-hmm. just like that. So mm. there's things going on in the body. If they're, if, especially if they're persistent, like let's, let's look at them and just see if we can support you. Oh, I'm so excited. I'm so excited too. All of a sudden I'm like, Whoa, you can see I'm getting jazzed. I'm like, Oh my God, next week is going to be so fun. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so excited. Um, okay. I didn't know. I, I had my eyes closed. I thought that was Leela and I was like, Oh, I didn't know you sang. Okay, cool. <laughs> um, Okay, perfect. So yeah, if you have a part of it for your body you want to work on, you're having trouble with, send it in to us through any any channel we'll receive. Um, and uh, we love you all so much. And until next time, keep on blooming. Thank you, everybody. Thank you. Bye. If you've enjoyed this podcast, we would love, love, love it if you would give us a rating and review on Apple iTunes or wherever you get your podcast. If you'd like to get in touch for a reading with Ambi, an EFT session with Alexa, or just to say what up, we would love to hear from each and every one of you. And you can email us at innerbloompodcast at gmail.com or follow us on Instagram and Facebook at innerbloompodcast. Until next time, remember, open your heart to the seeds of love and light and bloom from within. 